Heritage Park Baptist Church, we make apprentices to Jesus Christ. For more information about our church, please visit heritagepark.org. Grab a seat. Thank you so much again for being here. And one more time, happy Father's Day to all you dads. Uh, I'm just back from vacation. I have family, had a great trip. And uh, I'm not going to preach this morning, so you get two weeks off from me. Yeah. Some of you are cheering like this is a good thing. Uh, oh, good. Random clapping, too. That's fantastic. But today, you do get to hear uh, from our friend um, E.J. Kipper. He was here last year, and we are excited that he's back. Come on. Yeah, you can, you can welcome him. Come on up, E.J. Um, he is the pastor of Mount Pilgrim and um, in Lake Charles. Uh, we met him, some of you may remember, through Hurricane Relief stuff, and uh, he is back today. Uh, I heard the 830. He's spitting fire, folks, so you better come ready. Now, the other thing, this is what I told them, and I want to tell you as well. The more you talk back, the better he preaches. Yeah. So just <clears throat> get it clear. You ready? Now say amen. amen. Say that's right. Now you're kind of warmed up, all right, all right. So, uh, Pastor EJ's son is also here, Ellis. Uh, he's a, he just graduated, heads off to the Air Force in uh, six weeks or so. They had a little father-son weekend together, and Pastor EJ's here to light us up from Amos chapter five. And so we're grateful that you're here, brother, and really, really, really glad. Love you. Go get him. Come on, let's give God some praise. Y'all going to have to do better than that. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. Can we pray? Lord, we give you praise right now, God. Father God, we steal ourselves in your presence, Lord. Lord, when we came into this place, God, we didn't just walk in haphazardly, God, but we came expecting, Father, your presence, Lord, your, your word, God, and we've already, God, sung the songs of our heart, God, and read scriptures and prayed out prayers, but in this moment, God, we ask that you would speak in this place. If you believe it, just say, Lord, speak in this place. Lord God, I ask that you would anoint my head with oil. Fill my cup, Father, until it overflows even in this moment. Be thou glorified through me, God. And I'll be so ever careful and quick to give you all the praise and all the glory. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. My heavenly father's children said, amen. amen. Amen, amen. I tell God, thank you again for each of you for having me on today. Pastor Trent, thank you so much for, for having me on today. Um, it's, it's been a blessing, this relationship that has been building over the past several years. And I just tell God, thank you for you and for the great people of this church. Amen. Uh, we're in Amos chapter 5. Amos chapter 5. Um, I would just play what Tyler said last week about this text, <laughs> about how challenging it is preaching from the book of Amos. But we preached from uh, preaching through the minor prophets on last year at Mount Pilgrim. Uh, and it is challenging, but it is necessary and needed. Amen. Uh, 
Amen. So meet me in Amos chapter 5, verse 16 through 27. As you're doing that, I want to share with you something that I shared with Pastor Trent in the office earlier. When I was uh, a, much, a much younger preacher and pastor, I would get called to go to revivals and conferences and things like that. And every time without fail, several years ago, my son would always ask me to go with me. Like, Dad, can I go? Dad, can I go? But then football happened, baseball happened, karate happened, all those different things. And, and then it was no longer, Dad, can I go? Dad, can I go? And so this weekend has meant a whole lot to me because he was like, Dad, can I go? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And so well, I've had an opportunity to spend time with my son before, uh, before he goes and go to the Air Force. And it's been an awesome weekend, Ellis. And I, and I want you to know that Daddy loves you and that I'm proud of you, man. We all, um, we all have expectations of what we want our children to be and how we want them to be. And I just want to tell God, thank you, that if I, if I could have written the kind of character that he would have, he, he has it. And I'm not saying that because I'm his dad. I'm saying it because it's true. Great character, son, and I, and I don't want you to lose that. Amen? <clears throat> Sorry, that was a little private moment, but... Somebody said, get on with the sermon, Reverend. <laughs> All right, listen to Amos, Amos 5. Listen to it. Listen to what it says. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord God Almighty says. There will be wailing in all the streets and cries of anguish in every public place. The farmers will be summoned to weep and the mourners to wail. There will be wailing in all of the vineyards, for I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? That day will be darkness, not light. It will be as though a man fled from a lion only to meet a bear. As though he entered his house and rested his hand on a wall only to have a snake bite him. Will not the day of the Lord be darkness, not light, pitch dark without a ray of brightness? Listen now. I hate I despise your religious feasts. I cannot stand your assemblies. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Though you bring choice fellowship offerings, I will have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps. But let justice roll on like a river. Righteousness like a never-failing stream. Did you bring me sacrifices and offerings 40 years in the desert, O house of Israel? You have lifted up the shrine of your king, the pedestal of your idols, the star of your God, which you made for yourselves. Therefore, I will send you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is God Almighty. Thus far, the reading of the word of God. I want to engage you in the conversation for a few moments from this subject, just going through the motions. Just going through the motions. I figured I wouldn't get too many amens right up and through there. Just going through the motions. I am practicing a new beatitude, and this beatitude is blessed are the brief. Blessed are the brief. They will be heard gladly. Amen. 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 
Can you see him there? He's an organist. He's a great organist. But he plays on the old school type of organs. They were pipe organs. Y'all remember that? But it was the kind of organs, watch it now, it was the kind of organs that someone behind the scenes had to be pumping air into those organs. Y'all remember that? Look at the maestro. He's there. He's, he's playing on the organ. I mean, he's doing his best stuff. He's playing his best stuff. And the, and the audience, they love it. They're cheering and they're, they're applauding when he finished. They give him a standing ovation. He gets up from, from the organ and they're hollering, encore, encore, encore. He goes behind the curtain and there behind the curtain is the man pumping the air into the organ. And the man pumping the air into the organ, he says this. He says, man, we did a good job. Man, man they, they loved us. They, they, they loved us. And, and the organist said, what do you mean they loved us? They're not cheering for you. They're cheering for me. In fact, I'm getting, ready to, I'm getting ready to go back out and play again. So, so he goes back out the second time. Can you see him there? He sits down at the organ. You know, he throws his jacket out, sits down at the organ, and he strikes the keys, and nothing comes out. He runs back behind the curtain, and he says, What are you doing, man? You're supposed to be pumping air. And the guy says, I thought it was you. I, th I thought it was you that were doing it. I, I thought it was you that was making the music. Do you see it? Can you see it? For many of us, we think that it's simply us making the music of our lives. And we don't realize that behind the scenes, it's, it's God pumping the air into your, your life, allowing you to be successful, allowing you to be who you are. And that's where we find ourselves in this text today. That the, the nation is outwardly prosperous. The nation on the outside, it looks like they have everything going on. But when we draw closer, we see that for many of them, they are just going through the motions. And I wonder if that's the case for anybody here today. You've just been going through the motions. Church is just a checklist for you. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's just a checklist. I, I checked the box this week, but when you came... You came to church, yes, you pulled up in the same parking lot. You came to the same service that you always go to, but you left your passion at home. You left your, 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 your heart at home. You left your, your purpose at home. You're just going through the motions. That's where this nation finds themselves. Just going through the motions is just doing something because that's what's expected. Isn't that right? But do I have anyone here today? Listen to me. I, do I have anyone here today who will covenant with, 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 with Pastor E today? Covenant with me today that I don't want to just go through the motions anymore. Like, Lord, I'm guilty of just going through the motions, but not anymore, God. Not anymore, God. 
I want you to have my heart, not just the words of the song, God, but my heart, God. My life, God. That it's not just a Sunday morning thing, but God, I want it to be Monday. I want it to be Tuesday. I want it to be Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And yes, Sunday also. But I don't want to just go through the motions anymore. Can I show you three power words? Three power words. And if you act like you receive it, I'll, 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 I'll be done. But if not, I'm going to sit down right here and just, you know. Here's the first word. Watch it now. Here's the first word. Watch it now. The first word is inseparable. And the church said, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Say inseparable. <laughs> try it again. And the church said, thank you, thank you. Inseparable. Inseparable. Watch it now. Are you ready? Here it is. Here it is. You cannot separate the worship from the worshiper. Did, did you see it? Did you see it? Watch it again. Here's the word inseparable. You cannot separate the worship from the worshiper. You cannot separate the song from the person singing the song. You cannot expect God to receive your gift. No, he receives the giver. Do y'all receive that on this morning? The worship and the worshiper are inextricably linked. The text says, the text says, I, listen y'all, watch it now. God says, I despise your worship. He says, I despise your solemn assemblies. Wait a minute, God. Wait a minute, God. You are the one who prescribed this worship. You are the one that said, bring me the offering. You are the one who said, bring me the burnt offering. Assemble on this day. This is the high holy days. You are the one who, who prescribed this, and yet you say, you despise it. Why? Because man looks upon the outward appearance, but God looks upon the heart. Do you all understand that? Do you all know that the clothes you're wearing, it doesn't hide your heart from God? Whether they have the lights up or turn the lights down, Jesus, that the, it does not hide your heart from God. And God is not simply looking at the fact that you checked the attendance roll today. God is not looking at how much you gave. God is not looking at how well you sing the songs. God is looking at your heart. And he wonders, do you really believe what you're singing? <laughs> do you really believe what you're, you're reading? The first word is in Separable. Here's the second word. The second word is injustice. Someone say injustice. I know you've heard it over the, 
over this past several weeks of, of what was going on in, in, in this text and what Amos is preaching against in this text. He's, he's preaching against people who say they love God and yet they mistreat one another. He's, he, he's, he's preaching to people who, 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 who on one hand, they say they love God, they attend their assemblies, but they mistreat their brother and sister. They see folk who are in several hurting or, 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 or oppressed conditions and they say nothing. They look the other way. They do nothing. And, and you and I, in the New Testament context, we are reminded of the words of Christ that the law is summed up in these words, to love thy God with all thy heart and soul and come on help pastor now thy neighbor as thyself somehow we've got the love God part separated from the love thy neighbor <laughs> here's the question who is your neighbor who is who is your neighbor it's not the person sitting next to you always in the pew. Yeah, that's your neighbor, but they got some folk that that's your neighbor that you perhaps don't consider your neighbor. And, and Jesus answered the question like this. He says that, that a, a man was walking down from Jericho and he encountered uh, another man. And this man was of a, a different nationality. He didn't believe like he believed. He didn't, he wasn't going the places that he was going. He didn't, he didn't see things the way that he saw. And Jesus says that man was his neighbor. If I was at Pilgrim, I would say, when y'all get quiet, <laughs> I'm going to stay right there for a little while longer. Because that's the good stuff. Watch it now. When we talk about injustice, we are talking about loving our neighbor. And can I tell you how we've gotten this wrong as a Christian community? Can I show you how we've gotten this wrong? Watch it now. If you're taking notes, write this down. It must be, watch, personal and not just political. Personal and not political. You don't love your neighbor by voting for the right person. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! They got they got real quiet right there. Thank you, Lord God. Why? Because it's not your vote that's that's how you love your neighbor. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you want to vote for the right person, but you need to live this out in your daily life. I know that you're pro-life. I saw I saw it on the back of your vehicle. I, I saw I saw the bumper sticker on the back of your vehicle. I know that you're pro-life, but pro-life is not a political stance. Pro-life should be your lifestyle. Yeah, man. Pro-life should be your lifestyle. How, how, how can you be pro-life? Not, not pro-birth, pro-life. It is not simply caring about whether or not that woman gives birth to the child. But it's also caring about what happens to that child after she gives birth. It's about ministering to that child, right? It's about letting that woman know that you having an abortion should not be an option because there is hope. There is hope beyond what you're going through right now. 
Do you all understand what I'm saying? And that's not something that the legislators can do. That's not something that your senator can do. That's not something that a president can do. That's something that you've got to do. You've got to get involved. You've got to say there's hope. You've got to tell them that this baby needs to live. You've got to do that. Personal, not political. Watch it now. Watch it now. Daily, not delegated. Now, our pastor, and I, maybe it's just at Pilgrim. I know it probably doesn't happen here. But can I tell you what some people do at Mount Pilgrim, where I'm from? They give so they don't have to serve. Right? They'll give money towards something, but they won't ever show up and serve. There are seasons in our life where that's the answer, right? Well, I I can't be involved, so since I can't be involved, then I'll give to it so I can support the effort. But for many of us, we don't want to get personally involved. Isn't that right? Aren't you glad that you don't serve a God like that? Aren't you glad that you can answer, that you can answer the, the you, you, can, you, you can answer the, 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 the Islamists, you can, you, can, you can answer the Buddhists and say, no, I don't serve a God who's just yonder, who's just far off. No, I serve a God who stepped down from the corridors of heaven and personally got involved in humanity. He got involved. Perhaps this is the word for somebody here today. Don't delegate it, but get involved. Somebody say, get involved. Now, now, now somebody say, he talking to you. Tell, tell, tell somebody, he talking to you. He, 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 he talking to you. He talking to y'all. He talking to y'all. Amen. He talking to y'all. Watch it now. Love and not simply law. Y'all understand that? You, you, you all know the laws of the land. I'm talking about the laws of the land. They're good. We want good laws. We want Christian laws. We want righteous laws. But you do know that you can't legislate love. Do you understand what I'm saying? If we want to do something about racism in this country, you know how it's going to happen? It's not going to happen through legislation. It's going to happen through interpersonal relationships. Do you hear me what I'm saying? If you want to break the tension in this nation, it's not going to happen by changing who you voted for. It's going to happen by you getting involved on a day-to-day basis. It's about you when you clock in on that job tomorrow, rather than being mean, try to be kind. Do you understand what I'm saying? Rather than being short-tempered, try long-suffering. See how y'all acting? See how y'all acting? I'm about to leave, man. I'm about to go. See yeah, y'all hear me what I'm saying? Say something. Somebody just help pastor today. It starts with me. Man, come on. I'm done. It, 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 it starts with me. Watch it now. Watch it now. Personal, not political. Or not simply political. Daily, not delegated. Love, not simply law. Do you all receive that? Not simply law. We think about the fruit of the Spirit. 
My family, the fruit of the Spirit is not something that you give to God. It is something that we give to one another. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, meekness, goodness. This is what God wants you to give to someone else. And I wonder, I wonder, can you think now? I wonder, can you see it now? God, give them Holy Ghost sight right now in the name of Jesus. Can you see that person in your life that needs that peace that the Spirit of God is producing in your life? Can you see that person right now? I know you can visualize them. That person on that job, that perhaps rather than a a mean, a word of rebuke, they need that gentleness that the Spirit of God is producing in your life, the kindness that the Spirit of God is producing in that life. Who is that person in your life that needs that fruit of the Spirit? If you want to stop just going through the motions, then you start picking out the people in your life that God wants you to show this to. Do you all receive that? Here it is. Inseparable. Injustice. But here's the last thing. The last thing is idolatry. Someone say idolatry. I know that's a King James word. That ain't one of them words you use every day of your life, so let me explain to you what it means. God says, thou shalt not have any other God before me. Idolatry is what are you putting before God? Y'all understand what I'm saying? There's a little boy who is taking a test. Takes the test. The test is, is simple. It is, there's lines on the test and the students are to measure the line. When he gets his paper back, watch now. This is going to bless you. Watch now. When he gets his paper back, he just just knows that he's passed his test. But when he gets his paper back, there's a zero on that joint. There's an F on that. He flunked the test and he he protests to the teacher. He says, I know I did this right. I I know I passed this. It's simple. It just says, measure the lines. And And I know I measured the lines right. And the teacher said, read the instructions again. And when he read the instruction, here's what he discovered. He discovered that he should have been measuring in centimeters. But he measured in inches. You know what happened? He was using the wrong side of the ruler. And I wonder for how many of us, when it comes to measuring your life, how many of you are using the wrong side of the ruler? You should be measuring in centimeters, but you've been measuring in inches. You've been measuring up. You know, how big is my house? What neighborhood do I live in? You've been measuring about, about who are my friends? Am I in the in crowd? You've been measuring by what political party do I belong? You've been measuring using the wrong side of the ruler. But you should be measuring how's my relationship with God. You should be measuring how are my relationships with others? You should be measuring how's my service? You saw it, didn't you? You saw it, didn't you? We serve God by serving others. Can I ask you again, what side of the measuring stick are you using? 
Because, because my Bible says this, my Bible says this, my Bible says this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and watch it now. All of these things will be added. Do you believe you serve that kind of God? Come on, y'all talk to pastor for a moment. Do you believe that you serve that kind of God? The kind of God that will add all these things. The things that you've been worrying about. If you focus on the kingdom, somebody say he'll add those things. You focus on the kingdom and watch the blessings chase you. That's what David said. David said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I've been focusing on the kingdom and God focuses on blessing me. If I was at Pilgrim, we'd be running around the church four or five times right there. I'd be taking a lap right now. If I was at Pilgrim, I'd be doing <laughs> Because the blessings Jesus are chasing me. Do you believe you serve that kind of God? Watch now. The Bible says, lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, do what? It means, don't put anything over your God. It means it may be a rough season, but maintain your faith and integrity. It may, it, it may be a job that's that's lost. It may be income that you lost, but you don't have to resort to ungodly ways in order to get ahead in life. You don't have to just do what you got to do, Jesus. Y'all understand what I'm saying? In the rough seasons, maintain your faith. Maintain your integrity. This is what the, what the, the children of Israel, the nation of Israel, this is what they were doing. They were selling out in order to get ahead. They were worshiping the, 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 the fertility gods because they wanted their land to grow. It's nothing wrong with wanting the land to grow. It's nothing wrong with wanting to be prosperous. But it is something wrong with using ungodly means to accomplish a godly goal. How can I say it? Here it is. Here it is. Day and night. Why is there day? And why is there night? There's day and night because the sun is positioned and shining in one direction. And the side of the earth that is away from the sun, that side experiences what? Night. And the side that is toward the sun experiences what? Day. And so the word is return to your God. Now listen, it's not God return to you. It's not God I'm stuck in my ways. I'm going to continue to live the way I've been living. I'm going to continue to think the way I've been thinking. I'm going to continue to go through the motions. And God, I want you to bless me anyway. No, the sun is never going to, you know, go around the earth. No, the earth has to turn back toward the sun. And that's the word pastor wants to share with you today. Turn back. Did you hear it now? 
turn back as the worship team comes. Did you, do you hear it now? Listen to it again. Turn back. Did did, did you see it? Last night it was dark, right? But today it's light again. And I want you to know that it may be dark now, but it can be light again if you would turn back to your God. Somebody say, turn back to him. Watch it. As you play softly, listen to it now. Listen to it. How long has it been for you? It was just a few years ago. You were in church, hands lifted, hearts sincere unto your God. But life has made you angry. Life has made you bitter. Life has robbed you the wrong way. You know, the climate in this country has made your your heart hard. But God is speaking to someone right now. And God is saying, I'm still here. I'm still blessing listen to it now I'm still transforming lives I'm I'm still renewing minds I'm still opening up the windows of heaven and showering our blessings but all my family we've got to turn back to God did you hear me what I said we've got to turn back to God not just going through the motions anymore not a checklist anymore but I'm waking up every Sunday morning with the mind that I'm going to meet my God at Heritage Park and when I get out of bed on Monday I'm leaving home on Monday morning and I'm saying I'm going to put into practice what the preacher said on Sunday I'm not going through the motions anymore If you receive it, come on, give God praise now. Give God praise. No more, God. As we all stand, come on, let's all stand up on our feet and let's put a praise on this word. I'm no longer going through the motions now. Hands are lifted, eyes are closed. No longer going through the motions, God. Our hearts, we give them to you afresh, God. Lord, we confess now that that life gets hard sometimes. We confess now, God, that that we have the temptation of getting angry and, and getting bitter and our hearts getting hard, Father God. God, we receive your word on today. That we turn back to you, Father. Men and women all over this sanctuary now, We are turning back to you, Father. We don't want to go through the motions any longer, God. We want to be real, God. We rebuke the hypocrisy in our lives, God. We want to be real with you, God. We confess our sins. We confess our wayward thinking. We confess our backslidden conditions, God. And we ask now, God, that you would help us to turn back to you. Sunshine of your love. The rays of your blessing, Father God, would be evident in our lives again. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus. All who believe it and receive it, you just raise your hand and say amen. God bless your family. God bless you.